the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible, I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live on this Wednesday afternoon, a spectacular March 1st in Ohio. But before you get too excited... My wife reminded me this morning, when March comes in like a lamb, it goes out like a lion. Uh, So uh, Ohio's weather is so unpredictable. Uh, I'll be happy to take this through the rest of, well, the rest of March, right into April. Uh, Probably not. But it's fascinating. We just finished... I've heard two people say this, meteorologists. That was the first February in history with no measurable snowfall. Now we had some flakes here and there, but no measurable snowfall for the entire month of February. That is just fine with me. Anyway, welcome to the program. Telephone number 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. There should be rejoicing in this city of Chicago today. Democratic Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot is headed for the door. Yeah. The uh, election for a new mayor was held yesterday in Chicago. Uh, an eight-way race Uh, No one got the required 50%, so there will be a runoff, but the runoff will not include Lori Lightfoot. I cannot, in my wildest imagination, even imagine Democrats re-electing this fiasco of a mayor. 
And uh, it wasn't even close. She uh, she was not even close to being in the top two. She was soundly defeated. The people of Chicago have spoken. Her policies were failed policies. And uh, if I have the information correctly, this is the first time in 40 years that a mayor in Chicago was not re-elected to at least a second term. First time in 40 years. Uh, anyway, uh, good for the people of Chicago. There, there will be a runoff in April. And I don't know that any either of the two candidates that uh, will be in the runoff are going to be good for Chicago, but they can't. They can't be worse than Lori Lightfoot. What a mess. Uh, She was probably the farthest left of any mayor in Chicago's history, and Chicago suffered the consequences of a far-left progressive mayor. Well, this is fascinating. Uh, I have spoken to you at least two times, maybe three, about the reparations movement in San Francisco. Two years ago, the uh, city commissioners, they don't have um, uh, council persons, they have commissioners. City commissioners established a 15-member panel uh, to consider reparations for black citizens in San Francisco. Well, they took about two years, and finally they released their recommendation. And most of you have heard about this recommendation. I've discussed it with you. Many others has as well. Their recommendation, a cool $5 million lump sum cash payment to every black citizen of San Francisco that meets certain qualifications. There are there are some qualifications, uh, but anyway, five million dollars not per family, per individual, and people on the far far left were going. Isn't this wonderful? We need to have this happen all across America. This will finally put an end to racism and inequity. Anybody with a an ounce of common sense knows that this would do nothing to erase racism. Nothing. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. Nothing. It would increase racial tension. It would destroy countless people, individuals, families. It would be a complete disaster. But the far liberal left... Wonderful. Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. And then a few people began speaking up. Um, What's this going to cost? Well, a news reporter asked one of the members of the 15-member reparations task force, what is this going to cost? And I reported to you yesterday, they responded, well, we... uh, we really didn't look at any mathematical formula. They actually admitted that. In other words, 
we had no idea what it's going to cost. We just thought it was a great idea. I mean, one million, nah, no, go to two, no, 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 three, no, ah, let's go for five million. And all 15 members said, yeah, that sounds great. That'll be so popular. People will love it. Why don't we come up with $5 million? Nobody asked, how are we going to pay for it? What's it going to cost? They admitted they didn't look at the math. Well, here's the problem. It would cost 10 times the entire annual budget of San Francisco. Ten times. The annual, the entire annual budget of San Francisco. So in other words, if they were to approve this that they thought was so great, it was so wonderful, the city of San Francisco would not have a penny to spend on anything else. Police, infrastructure, you know, water, uh, no, not a penny for ten years. And so all of a sudden, this wonderful idea has, uh, well, it's not so wonderful. And I think it is entertaining. It is on the verge of hysterical to see how the supervisors and commissioners in San Francisco, now that they've had a chance to think about it, are responding. Supervisor Joel Ingardio told the San Francisco Chronicle that, quote, the direct payments may not be feasible under current budget restraints. Uh, Think so? Yeah. Uh, It may not be feasible. Another city Democrat, Supervisor Hillary Rosen, said, quote, I wish we had this kind of money in San Francisco's general fund, but if we want to maintain the services that exist today, well, we do not. Hmm. So the uh, this <laughs> the supervisors that actually put this commission together looked at the recommendation, oh, that's great, that's wonderful, until somebody said, well, what's it going to cost and how are we going to pay for it? Oh, well, um, we, uh, we can't pay for it. Well, one supervisor has an idea. Democratic Supervisor Shaman Walton said that they should consider, quote, using the city's cannabis business tax as a funding stream for reparations. The uh, Chronicle noted, San Francisco Chronicle noted, that the tax might raise $10 million annually. Oh, now wait a minute. They're going to give $5 million to every individual. The cannabis tax could raise $10 million. Oh, wow. That could completely underwrite Two individuals. They just need to take care of thirty or forty thousand more. This is the insanity of the left. I mean, total insanity. Wow. All right, quick break. We'll be back.
Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. One of the most important things that you and I talk about on a daily basis is world view. Few things more important than how you view the world, whether it's a secular humanist worldview or whether it is a biblical worldview. Now, the secular humanist worldview could be subdivided probably into a dozen different parts or divisions, but a biblical worldview is pretty much the same. Uh, And I'm not going to go into what makes up a biblical worldview, secular worldview, because I've done that dozens, probably hundreds of times over the last few years. Uh, But we must understand how important a worldview is because it causes you to interpret everything around you through the lens of that worldview. I've explained it this way many, many times. It's like looking through a pair of glasses. If you have on the the, uh, proverbial rose-colored glasses, everything you see is going to have a rose-colored tint. If you change that to yellow, everything's going to have a yellow tint. In other words, everything you see, everything you view through those lenses will be colored by whatever is on the lens. Well, that's like a worldview. It's colors the way we interpret the world around us. And it is vital, absolutely vital, that the church teach a biblical worldview to their congregations. And I will continue to say it. It's not about nickels and noses. The true success of a church has little to do with the numbers. I know some really, really big churches that are pretty much worthless as far as winning people to Christ, discipling them. And when they are discipling them, they may not even use the term worldview, but they are developing within those disciples a biblical worldview. That's a part of discipleship, understanding how to interpret the events around us, the events of the world, the circumstances in your life, my life, politics, foreign affairs, in the light of what Scripture teaches. Well, this latest study from the folks at Barna is quite troubling. Headline. Biblical worldview among U.S. adults has declined by 33% since the start of the COVID pandemic. 33% decline. Headline, another headline. First post-lockdown study reveals that only 4% of American adults now possess a biblical worldview. Uh, Can I put that another way? 96% do not. 4% of American adults possess a biblical worldview. 96% do not. 
Now, Barna and the uh, folks at what's called the American Worldview Inventory divides up worldview segments into, number one, integrated disciples, two, emergent followers, and three, world citizens. Their definition, an integrated disciple is someone who possesses a biblical worldview based on scores related to beliefs and behavior. 4%. Then there's emergent followers. They possess a significant portion of a biblical worldview based on scores related to beliefs and behaviors, but not enough to qualify as having a biblical worldview. These are probably people who are raised in the church, and they remember some things that they were taught, but eh, they really don't believe them anymore. That's 14% of the population. Then world citizens. They possess a worldview other than a biblical worldview, but might have a few beliefs and behaviors that are consistent with biblical principles. They believe a little bit, but they honestly do not possess a biblical worldview. That's 82% of adults in America. The Church of Jesus Christ has a mandate to make disciples a real disciple of Jesus Christ understands what the Word of God says, what God expects, what Jesus taught, and how we fit into this world. Sadly, that is not being taught today. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.